listening to Vet Candy. Hey all, this is Dr. Jill Lopez. You may know me as the founder of Vet Candy, but do you know why I started Vet Candy? Simply put, it's because of people like you. I love that in our profession, there's always somebody new to meet. I'm really passionate about meeting new people and sharing their stories. And I consider myself fortunate to work in a field that is full of the coolest people on the planet. And that's why I created 21 Questions, to share their stories. With 21 Questions, we take a deep dive into interesting stories and topics. We talk with others in a free-formed, wide-open, relaxed conversation to not only have some laughs, but maybe to inspire some people along the way. Are you ready to get started? I am. Let's go. Every veterinarian has experienced burnout at one time or another. It is one of the biggest pressures on our industry, alongside student debt and mental health issues. After 12 years as an ER vet, Dr. Ivan Zak was among the many veterinarians who were so burned out that they knew a big change was their only option. And after many years fighting to save animals on the front lines, Dr. Ivan made the switch from helping animals to helping other veterinarians. He chose to create a company that focused on helping vet offices prevent burnout in the workplace. Rather than viewing burnout as a bad thing, Dr. Ivan began looking for ways to make vet offices less given to burnout. He noticed that the people who were trying to solve burnout issues typically didn't have the problem, and the people that were suffering from burnout refused to admit it. I'm so excited today to have on my show Dr. Ivan Zach, the creator or founder and CEO of Galaxy Vets, which is one of my favorite veterinary clinics, I guess we call it, or veterinary groups. So welcome to the show, Dr. Ivan. You know, people think I'm Ukrainian. Yeah, everywhere I go, they think I'm speaking Ukrainian. People, and it's like, usually I'm at the gas station and people say, you know, they'll talk to me and they'll ask me if I'm Ukrainian. That's interesting. Yeah. I know. I know. But I, and I can't pronounce your last name. So maybe I am way back, you know, way back when. So Zakharenkov. I go by Zach everywhere because nobody can pronounce it. Even I can't anymore. So. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Zach. So Dr. Zach, you're in Canada. Right? I am. Yeah. It's cold and we still have ice on the river. So, <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, wow. Wow. It's been a strange winter, right? It's, uh, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm thinking moving south. It's, it's been cold <laughs> to like South Ontario or like the real south. Then, like the real south. I'll make my way across the border. <laughs> so, oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, are you ready for your, are you ready to play 21 questions? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I know you're very serious. So, first question is What is the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you? I gave a lecture on it was something on cardiology in the Russian Moscow. It was a Russian veterinary conference, 500 people. And when I uh, asked for questions, someone didn't really quietly say that, but instead of questions, they said, Your fly is open. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're not going to believe this. This same thing happened to Dr. Craig Clifford. It may not have been in Russia, but this he did a whole lecture and his fly was open. So 
you know, note to, to people, to anybody, I guess, you know, before you do a lecture, check your zipper. He said he was going on and on, and he said people were looking at him strange, but he thought they were really getting into oncology. So next question is, if you could travel in a time machine, where would you go and why? Is it just time machine or time machine and places? You can go time machine and places. You can go anywhere at any time, past or future. But if you go to the past, I do warn you not to change anything because, you know, the butterfly effect. I want to go when they truly build pyramids and see if it's what the archaeologists think or is it actually before that? Yeah, they're saying now that they figured out how they did it, right? They said... Graham Hancock, I'm very bought into that whole thing about the civilizations that existed before. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. But but if you're there, they might make you, <laughs> they might pull out the bullwhip and make you help them do the pyramiding is the only problem. So you have to be a little farther away with some binoculars. Yeah, to me, I mean, I can see people can make the pyramids, but some other things like are like mind boggling to me, I guess. But yeah, I'm sure somebody could figure it out. <laughs> okay, next question. What's one of the most fun childhood memories you have? Fine, like a good one. Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in the Ukraine? Was it cold like Canada? Well, one season in winter. <laughs> so, I mean, we have four seasons and it's actually similar to Canada. But uh, yeah, there was winter. And uh, one thing that we miss in North America, at least in Canada, I know there's no distinct spring. Like you don't have like everything's melting. The kind of like everything is abrupt. It's like cold, cold, cold. And then boom, and it's summer. So in Ukraine, you really had like the spring. And when you have in blossom for a long time there's you know birds chirping like there's a different feeling about it. we don't have that in north america so maybe that is the childhood feeling this this spring <laughs> in ukraine yeah well what did you do for fun when you were a kid i actually liked fishing when i was even very little uh so that i think that's that's what it is like i really liked fishing it was very small fish when i, when I grew up in the countryside uh i was every summer and uh, we caught this fish that uh it was, yeah, it was not even a palm size, but uh, that's, yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool. I still love fishing. You love to fish now? Oh, yeah, I love fishing. I, I mean, uh, we, we bought the house on the river to fish, and then only then found out that uh, you can't fish anything in this river. <laughs> so it's, I should have tried it before buying the house, but, <laughs> but I didn't. But we get to go to the, you know, uh, a little bit to the ocean, a little bit up the province here, and... Uh, especially in the spring, there's uh, there's striped bass. So yeah, I had to go a little bit. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. We we interviewed somebody, um, Dr. Zon Liao, and he actually does, um, he snorkels and he scavenges for like um, lobsters and crabs. Like that's how he fishes. He fishes and he does that. Yeah, I would love to do that. I've just never been in the, in the part of the world where you can do that. Yeah, in Canada, it's like I don't get in the water. Next question. If you could have dinner with a famous person, living or dead, who would who would you choose? Steve Jobs. What would you ask him? I don't know if I would ask him anything. I just would love to have a conversation. I don't know if there's a question that I'm missing. When I transitioned into sort of entrepreneurship, it was cool. His journey, which I find in a lot of entrepreneurs through our podcast and through just actually understanding the burnout as well, that a lot of people that succeeded in life, they actually went through a really traumatic event like that really took them from pedestal and kind of put them down underwater. So I think that like his episode when he was fired from Apple, I think that really kind of made him humble and more thoughtful. And 
I find that everybody who is successful had an episode like that in their life. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Hold that thought. We've got to go to commercial break and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. As a veterinarian, making time for your mental health may seem impossible right now. That's why we've partnered with Vet Candy to bring awareness to Zant. With Zant, you can choose from 25 focus areas, from burnout to addiction to everyday struggles, for $0 to access and free first sessions. Thinking there's a catch? No catch. Just actually affordable mental health care. Download Zant in the iOS app store today. So do you think entrepreneurs can get burnt out? That's an interesting thing, because if you think about burnout in a, in a common terms, people think burnout is a lot of work or work overload, which is only one of the six triggers of burnout, at least those that classically are described. And entrepreneurs work probably more than anybody else. It's not just like 60, 80, it's like 24. But I think you can burn out if, if it's a combination of things, but usually they're passionate about what they do. So it's not about the amount of work. They're usually locked into the culture and the, the core sort of value connection because they're working on their own creation. And it's not about the reward for them, at least for a very long time or ever. I don't know if entrepreneurs uh, burn out if they truly follow their passion. Those that probably do this for just the money, they but those that are trying to solve real world problems that they are passionate about, I think so. Okay. Next question. Who is your celebrity crush? George Clooney. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's he's so classy. He I haven't seen him in a movie for a while. The last movie I saw him in, he was like the last man on earth on the Antarctic station. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen a movie in ten plus years, a single like I just committed not to watch movies about ten years ago. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really boring. Like, I'm really boring. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, the next question was, what movie, what's your favorite movie that you could watch over and over? We could just slash that one off, right? Well, no, they made movies 10 years ago. They, they, but is there, but you would, you can't watch it over and over again. You made a commitment. But if you had to watch, like, what is your favorite movie of all time? You've missed out. Lots, lots of stuff have happened. Probably Fight Club. I like that movie. Oh my God, I love Fight Club. I even read the book. That guy's, amazing he's an amazing writer yeah yeah i think that's yeah that's an interesting movie that i would watch again i think someone said brad pitt like turned down something like being in the titanic or something to be in that movie and i like i never understood why he did it until i saw it it is so good yeah but i have another one like there i have a, a little more lame one a matrix when it came out i watched it like 15 times in movie theater so yeah, it's, I don't know why, it's just like the whole concept just boggled my mind about, you know, people being just, you know, battery for for really high powered, uh, big, uh, you know, planet of robots. Yeah, like, no, you know, you're not here. I'm not here. We're just in the matrix or I'm in your matrix, but I'm not really, I'm not really here. And you're in my matrix, but I'm not here. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was, it was one that really, really kind of screwed with my mind for a while. It was just interesting. Yeah, it's, it makes you look, look at things differently. Well, what about Keanu Reeves? Are you a fan of Keanu Reeves? 
I think he's acting without even being in the movie. Like whenever you see an interview with him, it's like, dude, stop act, stop acting. Like you're not in the set right now. Like be be a normal person. Because uh, he has uh, John Wick Four is coming out. Have you ever seen John Wick? No. Is that within the last ten years? <laughs> um, you might have missed it, but now it's like John Wick Four. It's so good. It's um sort of if you like The Matrix, you'll love that. It's this huge following of people that love John Wick. Here's the strange thing. He has a dog, and he's he was a former assassin. He has this dog, a little beagle, which I, I would think it would be a different di- like dog breed, but he has a beagle. And um, some like son of a mafia boss, He I guess he embarrassed him or something because he was trying to be a jerk or something. So he killed his dog and burned his house down. And so the whole movie is about him getting revenge on that that kid and the mo- the mafia is trying to protect the kid. So I can't watch the beginning part because I don't want to watch anything where a dog's killed. You got to check it out. Well, but I need to watch three now, right? Yeah, you got to watch three to catch up with the fourth yeah. one. Then there's Breaking Bad that I need to watch the whole thing. <laughs> you don't even watch like shows. You turn. You don't even watch shows. Stand up comedy, and uh, that's uh, that's what I do. And then, uh, unfortunately, news about Ukraine in the last year, but. I- wean myself off that as soon as they win and in this year which will happen i believe that you know i don't even know what's going on now it's hard to keep up with it yeah every day there's something and i don't understand it it's gonna get better this year soon good 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 okay next question what's the best advice you've ever received it could be personal or it could be career-wise Okay, so there's one, it's tiny book. I don't remember how many pages it is. It's really tiny. It's written as a novel, but it's a, it's a book. It's called Five Rules of Success. And I actually, like I read it, I was so impressed that I remembered these five rules that just in general, I'll try to follow in their, their sort of in different aspects of life, but it's give more than you charge for. That's rule number one. Then touch as many people as you can. That's the two. Number three, network uh, with people that may never buy from you. So don't just look for uh, you know connections that are through for business. Uh, number four, be authentic. And uh, number five, which is interesting, be ready to receive. So if you give a lot, be ready to receive and don't push it back. That's the five things that I kind of follow. That's great advice. What's a bad habit that you have that you've either overcome or you wish you could overcome? Just quitting. Smoking is a good one, but... Well, I, I'll leave that one. Okay, that that's good enough. So not, sm- yeah, that's good. That's good. How long did you smoke? Oh, like we are born with a with a cigarette in Ukraine. So- oh, <laughs> <laughs> how'd you give it up? I found out that I have uh, my my wife was pregnant with our son, and uh, and that's it. So I said I quit, so my son never sees me smoking. Oh, good job. Did you use a patch or the gum? Uh, I actually was considering that, and then it was not immediate. And then, she, you know, and then I thought, well, because she was still in another country, she was, so she's from Russia. And then, uh, and then I was uh, sitting in, the, so I just bought a new car. And I was sitting waiting for the line in the in the in the car wash. And I was smoking. I flicked it, and I burned the interior of the brand new car. <laughs> and I said, "This is this is the sign. I have." now and that's it and i actually went home threw them all out and never never touched them again 
I thought you were going to say you flipped your cigar or your cigarette out and you set the car wash on fire. Yeah, that would be that would be definitely a sign, but I took even the subtle sign. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. Okay, speaking of cars, what's your dream road trip destination? Like where would you like to go in a car with your you could go with your family, by yourself, whatever you want. In an RV or in a car, what would it be? I would probably do Australian East Coast. Uh, so along the like Brisbane and up to the Barrier Reef, another one. I actually really want maybe one day when I retire, if I ever will, to actually go on RV across all the national parks of the United States and Canada. You know, several people have said that. That's funny. Yeah. And I think, you know what? Do you know Craig Clifford? I'm pretty sure he said that. Either he said that or DJ said that. DJ Hoistler. You should get to know them. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we should do it together. I'll tell my wife I'm going on the road trip with Craig. Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up DJ in Ohio. You guys can go. Yeah. You'd have to drive down to Philadelphia, pick up Craig, go pick up DJ and then go west. Yeah. Sounds like a reality show. Okay. Next question. What's your favorite food of all time? Curry chicken wings. Because mm-hmm. you can really like if you think about it, do, can you ever get curry wings? You go to the wings, they they're not they're no curry wings, but I make them myself and they're amazing. So really, that's interesting. I mean, out of all the food, like even like the Ukraine has some really cool food. So you chose something that no one really makes. <laughs> but that's just food for me, right? Because for you, like that's Ukrainian food, something exotic. For me, that's just food, right? For me, exotic something not Ukrainian. So something like. Although I like a lot of Ukrainian food, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That just came to mind. There's some kind of Ukrainian cake I used to have um, in Chicago. There's a place, I think it's called Devon or something in Chicago. It's where I think it's like a Ukrainian hub of people. Have you heard of it? Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of Ukrainians in Chicago. Yeah, there are. There are. They're everywhere. But there was this cake that was like, it's very thin layers and it has like some kind of sour cream kind of thing and it's very light. I don't know what it was. Napoleon. Something like that. Yeah, maybe that was what it was. They called it something else. And then they also had like this, it was like a tray and I thought it was blackened bananas that were dried up, but it was tongues. Oh, you like cow tongues or something? Oh, yeah. And then in jelly, in jelly. Okay, hold it right there. Let's take a break and go to our sponsor and we'll come right back and finish this conversation. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, this is Dr. Julio Alonso. Do you want to keep up with everything Vet Matt? Then check out my show on Vet Candy TV. We talk about clinical updates, science news, plus some of the coolest people in our profession. Stream at MyBetCandy 24-7 on YouTube, iTunes, and most other video platforms. Have you eaten a cow tongue? Yes, it's it's a delicacy. And also I... Is it like a candy, like a Ukrainian candy bar? Or are they sweet? Oh, no, cow tongue? No, 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 no. But it's like they, they make it, it's a Christmas thing, so they make it in jelly not sweet not sweet 
So it's in like you just make a broth with a with a jelly in it, and then it's slices of meat or cow tongue if if it's like a delicacy, yeah. Or sandwiches with cow tongue. Yeah, I try kidneys. My grandma used to do a kidney stew, and you have to like this is disgusting. You have to boil them a couple times because when you boil them, they smell like urine. So. Do you have to pull off the capsule? That's like a good anatomy test, right? Get it, eat a kidney. Do they taste sort of like salty? Well, you cook them with a sour cream and mushroom stew. So it's like, yeah, they're uh, they're weird texture. That's like the one thing in histology I could always identify as kidney cells, like the renal cells. That was my, the one thing. That's your ninja skill? <laughs> that was my ninja skill. Like renal, renal or whatever. Renal cells. Yeah, that was about it. <laughs> and then um, hopnail liver. I forget. what That was some kind of toxicity. I forget what happened. Or centrolobular necrosis. I could identify that. But that's about it. And that's why I didn't go into pathology. So uh, next question. Uh, what is your biggest regret? You know, I don't know if this is going to sound really weird, but I actually don't have any. It doesn't sound weird. A lot of veterinarians do not have regrets. Yeah. I go back. Like, I had ups and downs in my life. But where I'm at today, I'm just extremely comfortable with everything that happened because just like Steve Jobs said, when you look back, the dots will connect. So I think that the dots just connecting and, and you know, whatever happens, I'm, you know, I'm a very positive guy. And if I don't know what's happening now, or if I'm disturbed by something, I know that with the time I'll look back and I'm, and I'll understand, I'm like, ah, that's why it happened this way. That's how the dots connected. So I tend to be very comfortable with everything that happened. There were some events in my life that it was like very, very disturbing. And then I thought that this, like, it, it's just a, a disaster at the time. And then I look back and, and I was like, oh my God, this linked to this and then linked to that. And that actually the outcome was incredible, but I could not be appreciative at the time when it happened, that that's what it leads to. So now I'm always in that mindset that, Whatever is happening, it's it means something. I just don't know what it means. Yeah, a lot of people I know that have um, they've been laid off or lost their job, and they're so sad. You know, they're just miserable. And I always tell them, I always tell them that you know you might not think this today, but soon you're going to realize that was the best thing that ever happened to you. And everybody tells me that that it always sometimes takes longer for some people than others, but you know, usually you needed to get out of that situation anyway. And you can go on and find something else. So I, I think that's true, too. Well, the best thing that happened to me when I was fired last time from vet clinic, I doubled down on SmartFlow and decided to build that and essentially build a software company and placed it in 650 hospitals in the world. And so it was it was the right thing. But I did not know it for probably three, four or five years until it actually materialized. So, yeah. Yeah, I got I got laid off once and I thought I was so embarrassed. I felt like a loser. Anyone want to know I was laid off or whatever. But guess what? I met my husband at the next job I had. And now we have, you know, we have three kids. If I wasn't laid off there, I probably would never have met him. Yeah, it'd just be me and my stinky cat at the time. Um, Miss Kitty, <laughs> maybe a bunch of cats. Yeah, you would have way house. more cats by now. <laughs> I would have a lot more cats than her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it happens for a reason. Okay, next question is, what is the weirdest thing in your closet? Uh, Ukrainian policeman uniform. <laughs> okay, is that a is it a Halloween costume? 
it meant to be, but it's like a, it's not a costume. It's like a full-on uniform. I have a yeah, a best friend of mine from childhood. He he was a cop in Ukraine, and as a souvenir, he brought me the full-on cop uniform. I used it as a Halloween costume after, but it's a true cop uniform. So <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, next question is: You had like twenty-four hours. You could go anywhere you wanted, do anything you want, unlimited budget. What would you do? When and where would you go? I'm born this way. I think I would I would do what I'm planning to do tomorrow. Like I think that what I'm doing I'm passionate about. And if I want to do something and go somewhere, I'll go there. So I don't I don't think I have any limitations. So tomorrow specifically, I want to be at home with my family. I don't have that destination where I want to be in 24 hours, no matter what. <laughs> so well, that's good. That's good. Okay, next question is, what's your biggest guilty pleasure? I have one recently. So I went off sugar. You're super healthy, right? You're like working out all the time, right? Four times a week, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to be. So the, the reason why I went off sugar was because my wife is diabetic. And uh, so I was like in sort of for the company, she couldn't eat any more sugar. So I said, okay, I'm going to eat sugar as well. Just to support her, I think it's very healthy not to do so. But then recently, I'm waking up at night and I have a stash of candy, which about midnight I check it out. So, and then last week I bought a bunch of gummies and ate the whole, ate the whole pack in the car. So, yeah, I'm a little embarrassed with that. But and I and I had to tell her. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm not the only one that has the stash. I keep a stash from my kids. And I even keep a stash of my husband, too, because he's not like that into sweets, but sometimes he is and he'll eat my stuff. So I have like I have a fake stash that he thinks that I put my stuff in. But then I have another secret stash. I'm safe. My wife is diabetic, so I don't have to hide it from her. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. Yeah, you got to be careful about that, like sugar free, like the sugar free candies that they have because they're like laxative and purgatives like the sorbitol. So if you if you do even like it, you can't even eat like a, if you eat a whole bunch of it, you're going to be really sick. Okay. And then now your last question. This is question number 21. Uh, if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? These are all like very well. My son asked me that question. I don't know if you're on the with him. He did a couple times. So is she a COVID baby? She totally is. Well, she's not COVID conceived. She's COVID born. So she was born uh, to, well, because usually it's COVID conceived. Cause there's yeah, co- there's a lot of COVID <laughs> conceives, yes. <laughs> but she was, we went to Ukraine actually. So we wanted to have made in Ukraine uh, baby. And uh, we lived there for a year, uh, three years ago. And she was born five days into lockdown. So. And you were, were you, did it keep you in Ukraine and you couldn't get out? Well, we kind of could because Canada was pulling Canadians out and because uh, I am Canadian now, but we could get so much better of everything in Ukraine because we were in Kiev and, you know, in Canada where I live now, we couldn't even get food from the store during COVID. So we looked at that and we, we could get like three times a day hot meals right to our residents. The Ukrainians had it, they, like nothing's going to stop them from serving their cow tongue sandwiches. No, they, they, the infrastructure was much better for COVID actually there. But uh, you caught me with a superhero. I think I would like to have like 10 different angles, professions in my mind. Like not just a vet in the business, but also like a lawyer, a mathematician, geography, an archaeologist, and like 
10 different professions, but nailed down to like a PhD level. Oh, like a super specialist. Like a super special boarded specialist in like a freaky, weird, different. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You'd be fun at a party, right? You, you know all the answers. So it's like, oh, here comes Dr. Ivan again. <laughs> Mostly, I guess I see you on LinkedIn, but is there like if someone wants to connect with you to get, know, to get to know more about you and know more about your foundation or you want to give us an update about the foundation? Like, how's it going? That is actually cool about this thing. So just for those that don't know, so foundation, we started it uh, when Galaxy Vets Foundation, Galaxy Vets Foundation. Uh, when uh, the war in Ukraine started, we decided that we need to do something about it. So we stood up this telehealth platform within four days. So literally just bunched all the tech together without no native telehealth platform, just like a bunch of technology. And then we created this uh, basically telehealth bridge where we got a, a lot of 200 plus professionals on the US and Canada side and all over the world, uh, veteran professionals that would help people in Ukraine. It's with the auto translation along the way. And basically all people in Ukraine could access veterinary services like telehealth. And uh, we're servicing 300 to 500 people per week in Ukraine in the middle of the war zone. Cool thing is that I'm talking to World Small Animal Association. Yeah, so I'm going to actually hold four lectures on the innovation stream in September in Lisbon. But we're meeting the day before the conference to talk about disaster response globally. And we want to pitch the Galaxy Vets Foundation as the framework for something like an earthquake in Turkey or anything that happens. We can stand up the volunteer telehealth platform with the auto translation in any country in the world to help at least with the veterinary problems there. So that's a cool development on that. I mean, every day there's a new disaster. Yeah, and and I think that through World Health, uh, a small animal health or veterinary health organization, I think that's cool because then then it could be a participation from anybody with a sort of a low tech solution. But just the main thing about it is not the tech; it's really the people that want to do it. And people are so helpful with Ukraine. We constantly have people that are helping people in Ukraine uh, from North America. So shout out to all of you who are doing this. Thank you so much. And uh, those people really need it. And, and I think that would be a bridge to do it again for, for, you know, other countries when they need it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you guys are doing a wonderful job. I'm, I'm always like, like, like watching what you're doing because you're always doing the coolest stuff. So hopefully we won't need this anymore in the Ukraine <laughs> very soon. Hopefully this will be over. Yeah, it's going to be over, but then we'll need to take all those 200 volunteers and, and funnel it somewhere else. So hopefully we will be, we can be useful for other regions. Yeah. And whoever has the problems, but yeah, if you want to find more about this, so Galaxy, that's foundation. If you try to find me on LinkedIn, that's the very difficult last name to spell. So that's, so you won't find me. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Galaxy Vets and then go to employees, <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so or Galaxy Vets website. That's uh, and you know you can you can email through that, and you'll you'll probably get to me pretty quickly. Let's stop right here. Keep your thought, and let's go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more vet candy. Hello, this is Caitlin Palmer. 
you probably know me as the desk wench. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Vet Candy Radio. Well, it was so much fun having you on the show, and you're very serious, but you had some very interesting, funny things to talk about. <laughs> it was an unusual interview. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, and um, thanks for being on the show. Next week, we have veterinary student, I think she's a third year, Josetta Adams. She's going to come on and tell about her life getting a, she's getting a dual degree DVM PhD, some kind of immunology. I'm not even sure what it is, but she's, uh, she's close to my uh, superpower. Yeah, dream. she's super nerd. Yeah, she's super nerd. Yeah. But she just sent me a video of herself. She was in Mexico. I said, how did it go in Mexico? Because I think she's a PhD DVM student. She's real serious. She's jumping off a cliff in a bikini and she sends me a video of it. That's not what you'd think a DVM PhD candidate would be doing, but that's what she was doing. So, yeah, I thought she went to Mexico to go to like go study at the library, but I was wrong. But um, thanks for being on the show. And listeners, if you want to check this out, check out Galaxy Vet Foundation. And if you want to give back, you want to sign up and be part of this. Hopefully it will not be much longer, but you can you can check it out and and do that on their website. Um, Thank you very much for listening. and We'll see you next week. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.